The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you can be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Of course, take live and twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Today, we've got a news beef for you. So we're going to answer some of your questions at the end of the show or in the yep. second half of the show, I should say. Yep. Uh, but before then, we've got some news on uh, 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 retribution and how they got their contracts. We've got some news about we're going to recap being the elite. Uh, we're going to talk about a huge name leaving impact and where he might end up. Actually, two huge names over there leaving impact. But first, Larson, we've got the latest on Angel Garza's injury from last night at Clash of Champions. What do you got for us? Uh, so, of course, during the Raw Tag Team title bout uh, towards the end, it uh, looked like Angel Garza suffered some sort of injury. Um, he delivered a knee strike to Montez Ford, uh, after which he talked to the ref. Ref threw up the X. Garza got the tag on. Drade rolled out of the ring. Traders attended to him, uh, and they rushed the finish of the match. Uh, obviously, there was some sort of injury. We got a couple details. Uh, first, from Pro or PW Insider. Uh, they say, quote, WWE sources have confirmed that Angel Garza injuries believed to either be a hip issue or a quadriceps tear. Uh, Garza is slated to undergo an MRI today in order to confirm the diagnosis. Meltzer spoke about it as well on the post-clash champions edition of uh, Wrestling Observer Radio transcripts uh, of what he has to say about it from WrestlingNews.co. Uh, Dave said, quote, during the show, Angel Garza got hurt. The first word that I heard was a torn quad, which is not a good thing. There's been talk that it might not be it. It might be a lesser injury. It might not be a quad. It might be a hip. So I think in the morning we'll know more. So I watched it again for the third time. And his plant leg, when he does the knee, it looks like his... So when he plants, it looks like he locks at the knee. Mm-hmm. And that could have been what caused the injury. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes when you, do, when you have forward... Or, or, or your momentum going forward, you lock the knee. Yeah. Then you know, like pressure and and, and whatnot can be put on places that don't want it. Um, you know, sometimes that involves the knee kind of bending the wrong way, and in this case, potentially, you hope not, uh, some sort of quadricep issue. It remains to be yeah. seen. Nothing officially yet. Yeah. All right. Well, he's going to get that MRI today, so hopefully, maybe I don't know how long do MRI results aren't they pretty? Aren't they pretty? Quick? They could be pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. So they hopefully by quick. Raw tonight, maybe they'll have an actual yeah non kayfabe injury update for us there. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, just generally speaking, I'm not sure that much can be ascertained from if it's a hip issue. That I mean, who who knows what the heck that means? Um, yeah. That could, that could go. That could you know cover a lot of ground you know mm-hmm. is it is it you know a, a strain something mm-hmm. tore something broke yeah you just don't yeah. know you just don't well know. hopefully uh hopefully we get some good news out of that today uh mm-hmm. he's such a he's such a great talent uh it would suck to lo- lose him for like a year or so because quad tears are usually uh, pretty long yeah, you're out for a while you're out for a little while yeah 
Uh, someone who's looking to be out from uh, Impact Wrestling for a while, Rob Van Dam. Steve, what do we got here? Well, as the going in raw expert exactly. on, on all things Impact, Impact. Yes. Uh, it was noted over the weekend that both Rob Van Dam and Katie Forbes were removed from Impact Wrestling's roster page. WrestleZone's Dominic D'Angelo reached out to RVD and is reporting that, quote, he has honored his commitment to Impact Wrestling and has no further commitment to the company. PW Insider added that RVD and Forbes' departures are a result of their current storylines ending. RVD had not been under contract for some time and had been working on a series of short-term agreements, but notes that, quote, the door is open for either or both to return. Now, in the uh, last week's episode of Impact Wrestling, RVD and Sammy Callahan, this feud all stemmed from uh, a minor misunderstanding uh, backstage in the hallway uh, between Sammy Callahan and Katie Forbes. Uh, and uh, uh, so they had a match this week where if RVD won, Katie Forbes would get five minutes alone in the ring with Sammy Callahan, which it was honestly never written. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, even Josh Matthews and Madison rain, the commentators never really explained what at that point was supposed to happen? Like, it's not as if Sammy Callahan was going to be restrained in some manner yeah, for her to, you know. And so basically all that happened was RVD ended up winning. Katie Forbes was like, oh, okay, I can go ahead and, uh, and, and, and get my five minutes with him. But as soon as he came to, he uh, got rid of RVD and then dropped her with a nasty pile driver. She sold the crap out of it. It was actually pretty good. So storyline-wise, it was actually a pretty decent write-off. <laughs> it was pretty shocking <laughs> to see her take a pile driver like that. Uh, thumbs up, thumbs down for Sammy Callahan. Um, but RVD, even you know being up there in age for a pro wrestler, still a lot of fun to watch in the ring. Uh, I mean, it's not like he's still, you know, 25 or whatever, but man, he's still a lot of fun and, you know, always with the personality stuff. Katie Forbes is, might not be everybody's cup of tea. I thought she was hilarious. I thought she did some really good work. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I don't know. They're, they're, they're both, it's, they're kind of a ridiculous act. That's what they're supposed to be a little over the top. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but they do have like legitimate chemistry, um, so, you know, uh, hopefully they uh, I don't I don't really know where else they can land. I mean, I'm not sure if AEW, you know, she her act is a bit on obviously the risque side, oh, given yes. her background. Uh, but uh, but, yeah, I don't know where else they're going to land. Hopefully they're just happy doing their thing and maybe we'll see him back in impact. I don't know, maybe we'll see him in AEW. Maybe we'll see him somewhere else. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? I mean, it seems like, you know, as, as PW Insider said, the door is, is open for their, them to return to Impact. So that would seem to be a good fit. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you know, if, if they call upon RVD, uh, they have something that he's interested in. Why not? Yeah, sure. Why sure. Not? Yeah. Uh, I got no I got no segue for this one, but man, woo! you got something. I got nothing, but I'm nothing. excited to talk about this because T-Bar so, yeah. is my favorite, man. Yeah, so Retribution's T-Bar has been tweeting at an elite level of late, and he's not destroying Eric Bischoff on the social media platform. He's trying to fill in huge gaping plot holes that WWE seems to ignore on their television product. So uh, responding to Busted Open's Dave LaGreca uh, on Twitter, 
about how it was possible that WWE would sign retribution to contracts, of course, given all that they've done. Uh, the wrestler, formerly known as Dominic Dijakovic, responded, quote, WWE offered us contracts because it was financially cheaper than all the security guards we kept injuring. We signed the contracts to pay for our hired guns to do our dirty work. Our goal is still to destroy our current employer, WWE. This makes absolutely no sense, but I'm Zero. fine with it because it's, it's, it's Dijak, and he's trying. He knows it's ridiculous, and he's just making it even more ridiculous. I really appreciate that so far... WWE hasn't there's you know social media department whoever hasn't tried to like clamp down and make their Twitter game because it's not just him like you see Shane the slapjack Shane Thorne doing some stuff you see Mace Dio Madden doing yeah. some stuff well I mean you know obviously he's got a great sense of humor I've seen plenty of his you know tweets or appearances on up up down down uh very clever funny guy there um I, I really I, so we didn't obviously we didn't see them last night at Clash of Champions. I really really hope number one, if fans were in attendance, they would start getting behind T Bar because of this kind of stuff. Number one, everybody that watches NXT likes Dijak anyways. Yeah, and so they want to see the. It's one of those things where you want to see the guy succeed. You understand the fans are savvy enough to understand that they are, but they have been put in this position by WWE. So you want to get behind them, even though it's so stupid. And he's obviously out there on Twitter trying to seize the opportunity, yep. trying to seize the moment uh, by, you know, uh, presenting himself in this manner. I really hope, I really want this. And somebody in our comments on YouTube said, man, how great would it be if Keith Lee ended up being the, the leader of Retribution? And I was thinking, man, my, my brain started firing off. I'm like, man, how great would it be if, you know, obviously the two closest people to Keith Lee, Dijak and Mia Yim, obviously they're both in Retribution. How great would it be if it was a big troll mm -hmm. uh, to, to, to get them there and then they, they unmask and they're causing havoc, but in their own way. Kind of like, I mean, kind of similar to like the Dark Order, but obviously their own thing. Mm -hmm. I think that'd be absolutely terrific. Uh, Keith Lee was nowhere to be found last night. Neither was Retribution. Mm -hmm. um, it's not like storyline-wise there was really a place for them, although you could say that Keith Lee has been, you know, since his debut, uh, Randy Orton's interference and in, in, in that whole storyline might have opened up a spot for him to interfere as well, but they were telling a different story with sort of the yeah. ghost of his past. I get that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll see more on Raw. I, it'd be great if this was a big swerve. I doubt it's going to be because Vince doesn't really do that. Especially on Raw, things are kind of a mess. It'd be fun if it was, though. Yeah, it would be fun. It would be a lot of fun. Uh, speaking of fun, being the elite is usually fun. This week's was a bit more of a chore. It was really long. Uh, not, eno not enough good Dark Order stuff. Mm -hmm. Um uh, they did a bit in the beginning where, uh, you know, on TV, Matt exits his locker room, uh, gives Tony some crap, and then breaks his phone. Well, they had that kind of uh, backstage. He was in the locker room, not with Nick, but with Brandon Cutler, who was editing something. And uh, after Matt breaks Tony's phone, he comes back in, and uh, he still wants to break stuff. And so while Brandon's on the phone, he destroys his laptop, and it takes forever. Yeah, I was uh, I so I didn't watch this entire episode. I sort of scrubbed through a little bit because I was running short on time. Um, but him busting up the laptop, I get sometimes there can be some absurdist humor in things taking a really long time and him being I mean, he, he was able to tear that MacBook uh, apart pretty well. Um, but man, he, it, that was a long segment. 
It was long. Uh, we get a quick bit of the Young Bucks going to Walmart to look for their toys. Uh, some more stuff with uh, Stu Grayson having anger management issues. Um, him and uh, Uno argue a bit uh, where Stu is trying to trick Uno into letting him beat up John Silver. Uh, he thinks he does it. He leaves. Anna Jay brings him back in uh, by his ear. A really long segment with Ortiz and Dasha where uh, uh, Thunder Rosa turns Dasha into Marco Stunt, I think, if I got okay. the whole point of it. Hmm. Um, we got a chat between Matt Hardy and Brandon Cutler. Matt Hardy's worried about the Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Daniels cuts a promo on 2020 being the worst year, but his worst year actually started October of last year mm-hmm. because uh, everything he had hoped to do in AEW hasn't done. Uh, the most substantial Dark Order segment was uh, they're backstage singing Cody's theme. John Silver is leading the way. Brody enters, of course, yells at him all, asks Silver what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> and he says, oh, we're all singing your new theme song. And so they try to make up lyrics to the melody of Cody's theme about the exalted one. Of course, it goes nowhere. He asks where Alex Reynolds is at. Uh, Silver says, I think he's doing a bris. Um, and, and Or he's at one of his dad or something like that. And then, uh, and so they have to explain what it is to Brody Lee. And so he's wearing his trench coat. And so Brody Lee says, oh, like this. And so he opens up his trench coat. Jesus. And the idea is he's showing off his front area. Oh, my God. And he's got no foreskin. How is this not great? It sounds I, I don't see this. How is this not great? This was the, this was the best part. This okay. was the best part of the episode. All right. Um, and so uh, uh, so they get uh, Alex Reynolds on, on FaceTime and chat with him a bit. Uh, Brody uh shows him his man bits um <laughs> and then uh birdie lee says i want to hear i want to hear you guys sing my song again they start going at it and then anna jay gets tired of it and just shoves the shit out of Stu grayson mm-hmm. uh, and and lee's all right uh we get a quick uh peek inside the production truck um during mox's entrance where there's a dude directing um and then that's after that trent tells eddie to cut a promo on some sour patch kids he does and the last bit is Chuck suggesting to Trent and Orange Cassidy they should kill Brandon Cutler by putting his head in their microwave. <laughs> Silver walks in. One of the, 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 the bits he had with Brody was saying that he was hungry. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's walking in asking if they're making pizza rolls because he's hungry. And he wants to recruit them into the Dark Order. Uh, best friends huddle up. They say, yeah, we'll join if you'll kill Brandon Cutler for us. Mm-hmm. And by the way, he's holding the camera right now. So John Silver attacks best friends pull him off because he wasn't killing him in a cool way mm-hmm. it was just like violence oh okay and they say afterwards they tell brandon hey hey man we're not going to kill you now uh because you know he silver wasn't doing it in the cool way well maybe I'll, much it. maybe i'll check it out maybe i'll check it out yeah yeah all right well was, we got a- the, the the stuff with Braley as as expected was the best part <laughs> all right all right well uh it's monday larson of course that means we've got a raw preview or do uh, we? let's let's see well let's see what wwe.com has to say they have nothing I already look they have nothing there's nothing there hold on i'm looking i'm looking right now this there's is no uh, raw preview let's see here sean michaels we've got uh no that's not it there's nothing uh, i wonder if they're uh they're probably running the show as we speak they probably are. So uh, just about at 12.30, what is this, 12.35, mm-hmm. let me get back to it, Pacific time. So as we're recording this, Ryan Satin, pro wrestling sheet. And what was the, what was the thing that he did on uh, backstage? 
the satin sheet. Yeah. Uh, reported this regarding retribution, not being cleared to compete at the moment. Sources tell me all five members tested negative for COVID-19. However, the group's members each have to quarantine themselves for two weeks because they came into proximity with someone who tested positive. So they might be there for the draft. Uh, it might the... be actually the week after the draft. Yeah, starts, maybe. Huh? Yeah. Maybe. All right. Well, there you go. Hmm. So no preview, but no retribution. So it wouldn't surprise me if they were actually, if they were doing that, man, if they were rewriting the show right now. Oh, totally. Totally. Somebody want to tweet some uh, st- uh, story ideas over at Vince McMahon? He could do that yeah. now, and maybe he'll yeah, maybe, get them. maybe he'll see it. Maybe he'll he'll work into the show. Anyways, you want to answer some questions? Sure, let's answer questions. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well. Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Uh, Panda Police Club, you were charged with making the next Batman movie, but you decided to only use main roster stars to fill, fill the roles. Who did you choose for Batman, Alfred, uh, Catwoman, and or any main antagonist. So you got to have Joker in there. You love that Joker. All right. Let me think about this. Let me see here. Hold on. Uh, so Batman. Who plays the Batman? Who plays the... Okay. Well, uh, I so, okay. So is this going to be an older Batman or a younger Batman? How about this? I what? go older Batman. You go younger Batman. All right. I'm going to choose Randy Orton to play Bruce Wayne Batman. That's good. That's good. I'm going to go with him. Uh, I would go with 
Let's see here. Obviously, uh, the fiend Bray Wyatt would be the Joker. Yeah, I agreed. would do that. Uh, Otis would be uh, Penguin. Uh, <laughs> I would go with probably Rollins to be the Riddler. All right. Uh, what about Alfred? Alfred would be oh William Regal. Okay. Well, wait. Was the question main roster? Yes. Okay. Oh, then it right. would be no. Well, we we can expand. I'll do main roster. You do whatever you want. All right. All right. So we can expand the younger, the younger cast. Catwoman would be uh, Sasha Banks, and Alfred would be. Oh well, of course it'd be Ric Flair. <laughs> it'd be Ric Flair. Um, All right, I'll turn. say uh, 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 Fergal, Fergal Devitt as my Batman. Oh, killer Batman. Killer uh, Batman. Johnny Ace as Alfred. <laughs> hey, Bruce. <laughs> yeah. Master Wayne. Uh, Sonya Deville as Catwoman. Oh, killer answer. Uh, Bray as Joker. That's pretty obvious. Um. I'll oh, choose a different. Got to choose a different. I want an entirely different cast. Oh, entirely different. different. Joker. Uh, I'll do uh, uh, Damian Priest as Joker. Ah, that's what I was gonna say. That's good. I like it. Uh, who else? Uh, Penguin. Man, Otis is a good pick for Penguin, though. You can go in a different direction with different villains if you want. All right. You sure? I would make a, a killer uh, like a poison ivy. Yeah. That'd be neat. Um, uh, Carrion Cross is Killer Croc. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. That's really good, actually. Um, All right, no, hold on a second. You, so you did, you did good. Well, who's who's your Catwoman? Sonya Deville. Okay, yeah, you already said that. Okay, now let's both book NXT UK's Batman. Oh gosh. <laughs> uh, I guess what? Uh, well, if it's old man Bruce Wayne, you gotta go with Trench Seven. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. And then if it's a younger Batman, you'd go with Tyler Bate. Exactly. Who would Walter play, Larson? He'd play Commissioner Gordon. That's good. That's good. That's good. Ilya uh, Dragunov as the Joker would be killer. That'd be good. That'd be that's good. a good one, yeah. Uh, Kaylee Ray could be a good Catwoman. Oh, that's good. Or Poison Ivy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Ginny could be a good Catwoman. Then you mm -hmm. could Kay Kaylee Ray as a Poison mm -hmm. Ivy. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I like this. Night by Night says Noam Dar's Riddler. That's actually pretty good, good right there. That's good. Yeah. What a great question. Uh, Blake Elizondo, you two become the new co-general managers of any show you want. What is your gimmick? For example, uh, Teddy Long making tag team matches. Kurt Angle always saying, settle it in the ring. Or Eric Bischoff just trying to be one of the boys. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, I, how about what if we? This is my pitch for both of us. Okay, we're both mm -hmm. in charge now. Mm -hmm. How about we replicate the relationship between Johnny Saint and Sid Scala, okay. where I'm just silent, but you're and you're Sid Scala. So right. like, I always look clueless, but I'm the one who's supposed to be in charge. Yeah. But you're always the one putting together the matches, and yet somehow I never make any real attempt to usurp your power. Exactly. I'm seemingly yeah. content just to do your talking You're for you. You're totally fine with it. Yeah. Uh, Blake, with another question. Retribution's Twitter game has completely sold me on them, but I'm conflicted. Should WWE embrace the troll characters uh, where they can get over, but Vince won't push them because they're comedy or continue their boring bad guy stuff and hope for the best? 
I mean, what what should they do? What should they do is is it be kind of a troll from the wrestlers under the masks as a way to make a statement, as a way to get ahead, as a way to make an impact. Mm-hmm. You do this ridiculous thing, and then either do I mean it's it's kind of WCW ish, but be you know unmask as sort of a shoot moment, like a work shoot thing, and be like, hey, they want us to do these ridiculous characters with these stupid names. And they're just insulting everybody's intelligence. Well, we're not here to do that, blah, blah. Now we have these ironclad contracts. We yeah. can do what we want, and we're yeah. not going to do this. Yeah. Uh, T-Chive, what does Retribution do tonight in kayfabe-wise? Why weren't they at Clash of Champions last night? Long line at Arby's? I mean, the Clash of Champions is only for championship bouts. They don't have any titles. They're not invited. <laughs> it's Sunday also. The like Retribution's like, well, you know. They don't work yeah. Sundays. Exactly. They don't work Sundays. Uh, Mr. Biff Top Johnny, what is your favorite WWE video game storyline? I know it's not a WWE game, but I believe it's oh, the man. opening cutscene to uh, uh, Revenge. <laughs> that's the one yeah. with the, the semi and Sting with the bat and stuff. That's hard to, hard to argue with that. Yeah, that's, that's a good, my that's, favorite. That's a great one. Um, let's see here. Uh, Patrick Sparks, do we see Roman also destroy Jimmy Uso in the future? Uh, Depends how soon he's cleared. Once he's cleared, I mean, we'll, we'll see where Roman's trajectory is, where his mm-hmm. journey is when Jimmy's cleared. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick asks, where will Retribution versus Raw take place, at Hell in a Cell or Survivor Series? I would think Survivor Series. I would think that as well. Them versus uh, Hurt Business in a Survivor Series match. Mikey Omega wants us to book Vince McMahon versus Dave Meltzer. <laughs> It would be one of those things where in the end, you know, like how they got rid of Bischoff by like putting him in like a garbage dumpster truck. Yeah. Where and that that's how it would end. It'd be something in an effort to humiliate. Yeah, it'd be one of those things where like Meltzer really doesn't get any offense in. He's just brought in to be humiliated and for some reason he's okay with that. Uh NJWP, any early WWE draft predictions? Apollo Crews goes to SmackDown. Uh, Cage Side Seats was making a case that Randy Orton should get drafted by SmackDown, saying that he's pretty much done everything he could do on Raw. That is that is totally true. That is definitely true. I mean, you can view last night as one of two things. You could view it as a way to get them to Hell in a Cell as well. I mean, Randy Orton could say, you didn't beat me, everybody else did. Mm-hmm. Or... Point. Or... It, that could have just been the blow off for Randy yeah. Orton, and yeah, in no. which case, told you. So wait, the the draft is starting next week. Is that right? On the ninth. On the ninth. So a week from Friday. Yeah. Okay. They might. I mean, they might. Uh, they might wrap up. They might have one more huge main event with Drew and Randy next week, then, or this week, or next week. You know, Maybe. for a big paper, a big pay per view level match on a Raw mm-hmm. to finish off their story for good. Uh, Anthony F says, uh, now that Roman's transformation is complete, where do you want to see the story go? What future opponents or story beats do you think it should hit? <coughs> I'm sorry, excuse me. I've seen a lot of people talk about uh, the idea of him making the rest of the Samoan dynasty, you know, other people like Rikishi, or even like, hey, try to cut a deal with MLW and bring Jacob Fatu in. Mm-hmm. I don't really think I think that I think it's fine the way it is. I think he he made his point. Yeah. Um oh yeah. 
I don't know that there's, I would think though, I mean, you're usually good at this. Isn't there like an obvious next step for him? What, what do you think it would be? I mean, Bray is kind of the next step. I mean, he, he, he didn't pin Bray, but he won that title off him. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, based on Alexa Bliss's reaction when they walk past each other. Um, I would think that the fiend has Roman on his mind and maybe that's something they want to wait, save till survivor series or the rumble. But, uh, if that's not next, that's very much in the near future. Maybe Braun. Braun's on Raw Underground now, man. Well, that's what I was going to say. Maybe Braun until the draft and then Braun goes over to Raw. Maybe in exchange Speaking of someone who's kind of done everything they can do on SmackDown. They have, really. Yeah. Uh, Noob and company, what do you think of Asuka's 2020 so far? She's my MVP of 2020. It's hard to argue that. She's been the glue of the entire women's division on both Raw and SmackDown, as we saw last night as well. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, I, it's, hard to, it's hard to argue against uh, Asuka. Uh, Greg Morris, Power Rank Top 5 Foods to Have at a Wrestling Show. Uh, okay. So you're there um, live, right? Yeah, yeah. You're at Golden One. I mean, my number one is popcorn. You can just sit there. I love my pot. It's like watching a movie. See, if we're going, if we're going to a show at Golden One, that means it's generally going to be starting around dinner time for us. Mm-hmm. They got some decent chicken tenders there at Golden One Center. So number they one actually will be, do. They do. Yeah, will be the chicken tender and fries. That's number one. The two is probably nachos. And otherwise, I wouldn't get anything else to eat. How about this? Let's do this. Let's go back in time because I'll be honest with you. Golden One is a state of the art arena. It might be a little too fancy for me though, Larson. I'll be honest with you. All the all the concessions are all uh, they're all like local eateries, which is great. You want to showcase local eateries? Terrific. I miss the generic Arco Arena concession stand. Here's the thing. A lot of the local eateries they have in the concessions, the menus they have in Golden One are in no way representative of the menus they actually have at their brick-and-mortar restaurants in town. Like uh, Cafe Bernardo. What they have in the menu at Golden One, they don't have at the actual locations. The food they have, the, the stuff they have at the actual locations is really interesting and good. Mm-hmm. And then it's like they have all these local eateries take up shop there. Especially in the lower deck. It's a little different in the upper deck. It's like uh, uh, Petra Greeks upstairs. And they actually have more or less what they have in their actual restaurant. <laughs> um, but like they say, okay, you're here now in the concourse uh, doing concessions. So we want you to do your version of usual concessions food. Yeah, right. Because, well, concessions is a different operation than like operating a restaurant anyway. Definitely. definitely and I definitely. get that. But I'm going to go back to Arco. Because Arco had the most generic... Uh, concession stand and that's fine I love that so here's what I do here's what I do I'm not gonna power rank anything here's what I do you're right it's dinner time right so I'm gonna get myself a king dog but Mm -hmm. I'm also gonna get an order of nachos because Mm -hmm. while I'm eating hot dogs I like to have some crunchy chew too Uh, but I also want that little vat of orange like cheese cheese type product that they have so I can dunk my hot dog my king dog into the cheese stuff and then I'll eat that I'll let that sit and then later on I'll go grab a popcorn uh, and then, you know, some beer perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. Then I'll end up spending like 60 bucks just on concessions. There you go. Will Combs, if you had to create the worst commentary team imaginable, who would be in it? The I'm sorry, the best or worst commentary? Worst. Team? Oh, wow. Don't you go with... Uh, Was it Mike? What's his name? The Mark the Madden? Co- no, well, he's bad too. That Matt, he called uh, Matt Hardy, Matt Harvey or something like that. Oh, what was that guy's name? Uh, Mike. Mike. Uh, starts with an A. His uh, last name. Adam starts... Lee. Adam Lee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was pretty uh, bad. Grosskirth has it. 
So you got yeah, you got wow, that's good. You got Adam Lee. Mark uh, you got Mark Madden and Jerry Lawler, right? Like yeah. Jerry Lawler from like it's, it's got to be somebody worse than Jerry Lawler, right? Uh, Jerry Lawler now is really bad. It's really hard to listen to. Really bad. Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't know why people crap on Josh. I like Josh Matthews. I think he's pretty good. Yeah, I don't think he's bad. Yeah, nobody else is given like really great answers here. So I'm going to say current Lawler. Well, you know, or, okay. So here's the thing. Do you want current Lawler or do you want Attitude Era at his most lecherous, but bring him to 2020 Lawler? Because at least now Lawler understands he really can't get away with that stuff. I know he he realized that, but it kind of feels like it's a constant push and pull within him. Like it, that's what he wants to say is that really kind of stuff. Oh wow, this is a good answer here, Otunga. Otunga. You know, towards the end when Otunga was doing well, he's on Raw. I didn't mind him. He, did he add much? No, but he wasn't a detriment. Lawler when he's on now is a detriment to the commentary team. He makes commentary worse when he's on the team. Yeah. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Because even when he, in the Attitude Era, when he, you know, he would say awful stuff all the time, and there's no excuse for that, he would actually, when it wasn't you know, uh, some, some uh, uh, crap going on, when he was actually trying to help tell the story in the ring, he would actually provide some stuff from time to time. He does not do that anymore. Hold on. Gareth here, I think, just won. He's got Coach... Otunga mm. and Lawler all together. Coach Could you imagine bad. that? Coach, at bad. least, at least I think Adam Lee. He might not know the names, but he might be okay. He's got like the sports voice, you know. Yeah, he did. At he least did. he's got the sports. Coach voice. Coach was bad. I didn't mind. <laughs> I didn't mind Otunga during the, his last run on commentary. I didn't Patrick's, mind, him, especially towards the end. Patrick Sparks just says Vince. <laughs> yeah, what a maneuver. So I think in terms of actually uh, doing what a commentator is supposed to do, which is help tell the story in the ring, I think current Lawler, from that respect alone, is worse than Attitude Era Lawler. Attitude Era Lawler was bad in a lot of other ways. But in terms of actually trying to help tell the story in the ring, uh, current Lawler is way worse. Uh, Fear and loathing, you are promised a push with a long singles title run. Yes. All you have to do is turn on your going in raw partner. How fast do you say yes? Steve Ray did say yes. How do you turn on him? I know that actually sweetened the deal. I'm like, oh, man, the pressure of a long singles push. But you get a turn on Larson. Oh, double thumbs yeah, up. Double, double thumbs, thumbs up. up. Can't say yes fast enough. So how would I turn on you? Uh, I would do this. I would do this. Remember when we were moving out of our first apartment? You, me, oh, and how Jeff. I forget. And uh, I spent uh, 45 minutes while you guys were working so hard, sweating in the hot, hot uh, San Fernando Valley heat. Mm -hmm. And I I decided to duck out and and, and go to the bathroom for like 45 minutes, right? Yeah, yeah. I would take that philosophy, but I would use it in wrestling matches. We'd be at gorilla position. Our music would kick in. I'd be like, dude, I'll be right out there. Okay, I'll be right out there. I leave. 
you get killed. But it's oh, always tag a, matches. Tag matches. Tag talking. matches. It's yeah. always a spirited performance. You just get killed. Yeah. And then I'd show up like 20 minutes later in catering. It was like, oh, man, are we ready to go? And you're like, I just I got I'm murdered out there. Up, yeah. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, you want me to get you some food or something? And then you'd storm off. Well, that would happen ad nauseum yeah. until you literally had a career-ending injury because of oh, wow. me doing that. Oh, wow. So we never have our blow-off because I had a career-ending injury. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. All right. Um, so, no, I wouldn't turn on you. What? I wouldn't do that. Oh, that's irritating. Come on. Man <laughs> up. Sack up. <laughs> Turn on we've, you we've, 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 we've had a pretty successful tag run here. I don't see any reason to change that. Oh, boo. Boo. Ha, 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 ha. You're the snake now, Steve. Jason Lewis <laughs> is going in Raw. Had a Retribution-esque splinter group. Which friendos would be in it and what would be their names? Oh, Hilton would just be Hilton. Yeah. <laughs> Hilton is Hilton. a Retribution name. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hilton. Oh, so let's see here. So it'd be uh, Hilton, uh, Jeff. You know what? You have Adam Mayhem in there. He's got the name already. Mayhem. Oh, the worst. Yeah, that's that because you want. Yeah. Okay, so Mayhem's in there. Um, Cal Jack. His name would be turned. He would be changed to Carjack. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, 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 what would what would Jeff's name be? We used to call him Big Jeff. Yeah. Is there like some sort of tool of some sort that has big in it? Jeep. Big Jeep. <laughs> big Jeep. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, let's see here. Uh, got that one already. Uh, uh, wow, we got a lot of these already. Yeah, I think we got them all. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, that's it then. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, we'll be back tonight live on the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson uh, with our Raw recap. Yeah. And then it'll go up right after that on YouTube and, of course, wherever audio podcasts are found. Thanks for watching, everybody. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Enjoy tons of bonus videos, including patron-only live shows, gameplay, and vintage 10 for the wins, access to podcast question threads, the Friendo Care Package, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. 
we can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.